pandemonium reigns. Hey, family and friends, pandemonium reigns back at you. Uh, this one week or one episode per week thing is getting to me a little bit. Um, I don't get to see your face enough, is what it is. Yeah. Um, so it's it's killing me. Um, <clears throat> if you're listening on the podcast, thank you for one. But boy, are you missing out because Michael is a sexy piece of meat. Look at this hair. <laughs> My gosh. Whoa. That's all I am. I'm just like. A fat hairy beast. Yeah, man. And see, so what has what has, has to words are hard today. What has had to happen is I've had to step up my game a little bit. If you're listening on the podcast again, you're missing out. But if you're on YouTube, check the new backdrop, Neyland Stadium, in the back uh, here to set the stage. The only thing that could top this is the hair on Michael's head. No, that can't that can't be topped. Only way that could be topped is if it was that image, or that, excuse me, that layout with the image of the fireworks after the Alabama win. That would be mm. the only thing that could top that. Mm. Yes, or like Neyland Stadium shaved in your head. Oh yeah, or like yeah. neck tatted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're excited to be with you guys today. Obviously, an Orange Cast. We're talking Tennessee football, and so we're going to talk uh, about the. How we want to word this? Basically, like a way too early depth chart look for Tennessee football going into the yeah. 23 season. Uh, we'll sprinkle some of uh, the 23 recruiting class uh, in there. Um, we'll be obvious and obviously some transfer portal talk as well, just because it fits right into the conversation of what we're going to do. Um, so looking forward to the hanging uh, to doing this one and letting you uh, hang out with us. Thanks for letting us tickle your ears gonna be a good day so uh question for you my man do you want to start on the offensive side or the defensive side first i was gonna ask you the same thing so Mm -hmm. let's start with defense that's gonna be an interesting place from top Mm -hmm. to bottom so let's start there yeah i agree i think there's a lot more clarity on the offensive side yep Um, i don't have nearly as many questions yeah 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 yeah. okay and also for the good people, real quick, you know, we'll revisit this because we're less than two months from spring practice starting. So we're going to get answers as time goes. We're going to get answers. We're going to revisit this. We're going to have fun with it. Yep. I'm going to sprinkle in personally, Dan, you can do the same if you want to, but I'm going to sprinkle in like my desired, if I was a coach or my perception, here's how I would lay it out. That's going to yeah. be sprinkled in. So okay. yeah, let's, let's kick this pig. Okay. Let's, let's do the thing. Um, so let's start on the D line. Let's do it. D-line, so uh, the way that I have structured my potential depth chart here is uh, I think the the defensive tackle spots are a lot like the safety positions, as in they're interchangeable. Uh, I don't if, – if you're a longtime, you know, NCAA player or Madden player, you've got right defensive end and left defensive end. And I'm just telling you that's not how this scheme uh, for Tim Banks works. It's not right in. It's not left in. Uh, it's a lot of weak side and 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 strong side, um, and uh, if you'll if you'll pay attention when you're when you're watching our defense, sometimes we'll come off that weak side strong side and we'll go to boundary side field side, uh, but we're mostly strong side. So with that or strong side weak side. So let's start on uh, the strong side, and what I mean with that is basically what is the heavy side 
of the uh, offensive formation. So you'll typically you'll have, you know, somebody barking out like right, right or left, left, uh, meaning you've got more bodies on the right side or the left side of the formation. Uh, whatever side has more bodies, that's your strong side. Um, so right there, I think that's pretty simple. I think your 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 strong side starting defensive end is going to be Tyler Barron. Yep, that's what I've got as well. Yep. The questions are behind him, obviously. Yeah. Um, what do you? How do you see that unfolding? Man, that will be interesting because Barron went through the body change that was so talked about prior to the 2022 season with the bulking of weight. Would he play inside more? Would he play in the role that we we saw him in, which is where we basically got him? Mm-hmm. on that on that defensive end position so it, it, for me I asked that question for the guys behind him yeah. will we see you know will they try to put weight on a Joshua Josephs or mm-hmm. a James Pierce which they're going to do anyway because those guys came in pretty yeah. pretty thin you know yep. good frame but thin so will those will one of those guys especially be a candidate more than the others to bulk up to have that same flexibility as a Tyler Barron um and I just man that's that's going to be fascinating for me because I'm guessing behind Tyler Barron right now. I think you can see what I think you'll see on the opposite side, kind of in, like you're saying, on the weak side, mm-hmm. kind of like where we saw Byron Young mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. I think you'll see probably Joshua Josephs because he seemed to get the most playing time out of these guys. So I think you'll see him probably in more of a starting role, maybe like Byron Young was used, even though, even though you saw him be used in other ways this year, pulling mm-hmm. off those stunts against LSU always stunting it seemed like when he was in but man i i'll just be fascinated this is pretty much a guess behind tyler Barron. i don't know if it'll be like a caleb herring or mm-hmm. one of those incoming guys or mm-hmm. again if it'll be a pierce or a josephs i yeah. kind of my my gut i went with a herring if there was going to be a incoming guy a first year guy that could be behind Barron, I, I think it could be him just looking at him physically he looks like a monster um, I think he could yeah. be ahead of where some other guys are. And like I said, I think you'll see not to slot Josephs or Pierce. I think you'll see them on the other side more, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, only time will tell. But I'm guessing maybe a, a Caleb Herring, maybe a Bradley, Shandavian Bradley behind Barron in that role is just my guess at this point. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, as far as Caleb Herring goes, I, I have him on the weak side. Um, I have yeah. him on the opposite end. So therefore I defaulted and I placed Dominic Bailey at, yeah. at the, at the number two spot behind Tyler Barron, just because of the, uh, the body build Caleb Herring is just a hair over 200 pounds right now. Um, and I don't like that at yeah. strong at, at the strong side. Um, and I'm glancing over, you know, our 23 commitments. Um, and I, there's nobody that, you know, just jumps off um, the page for me. Uh, some people are going to say Shandavian Bradley. Okay, again, I'm going to place him on that weak side. Yeah. Uh, some people are going to say David Hobbs. I actually give that a fair shot. If you yeah. go, people say, well, well, he's a, man, he's a true nose or he's a true tackle. Uh, look again. <laughs> Dude is a heck of an athlete. Yeah. Uh, played tight in on, on the opposite side of the ball and has got great hip. He's got great bend. Uh, I would see him... Uh, weak side, I think before we saw him strong side, but I I think they're I think they're gonna have a field day with placing him. At, oh at, man, me at, too. At tackle, um, so with all that said, I put I put Bailey. That's behind, good. Yeah. Behind Tyler Barron, 
jumping over back to the opposite side, weak side defensive end, I think Joseph is a is a is a I, lock. I think it'll be his position to lose. I mean, seriously, yeah. I think it would take a lot to keep him out of that position because of the sheer playing time he got over his uh, his classmates in terms of freshmen in 2022. Yeah. Um, but I, like you, I like a lot of guys in his position in that weak side. Mm-hmm. I can see a lot, a lot more guys being a candidate there. That's kind of why I struggled with behind Barron. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think you could you could see Josephs with Pierce behind him, mm-hmm. or those guys rotating. Yeah. We should be very, very fresh at that position, unless one of those guys just makes it hard to take them off the field because of their sure. utility or their production. But that's I'm with you. I see Josephs getting the nod there for sure with just a bevy of guys that can play behind him. Yeah, for sure. And I think, again, I think it's where Caleb Herring fits. Roman Harrison got his snaps at that weak side. Yeah, he did. Because of the sheer numbers that we have, because I think Joseph is a lock at that weak side, because I think Pierce's upside is is uh, tremendously high, because I think Caleb Herring is also going to be uh, getting snaps at that spot, you could potentially see Roman Harrison slide to strong side. Yeah. So – and uh, and. Also, just for the for the fun of it and for the good people, when I, I did this very rough, very rough first draft here, <laughs> I forgot about Roman Harrison. I left him out. So my well, he's apologies. only been here for 13 years. Yeah, exactly. My apologies to Roman and the good people for that oversight. But I, you know, again, came on really strong as the year went. Um, yeah. I'm hoping he'll go out on a hugely positive note next year because he has drawn a lot of buzz from coaches, position coaches, you name it, mm-hmm. since the mm-hmm. moment he got here. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Shandavian Bradley is also a guy I could see get shifted from the the D line to linebacker if he can yeah. if he can figure it out. You know, yeah, I like his I like his top end speed. You go and watch his film, uh, but also I, I'd hate to lose uh, an elite pass rusher like he. Oh is. yeah, but absolutely, you know, we did a lot of that with Jeremy Banks where we put him you know put him on the edge not not with his hand in the dirt. Yeah, uh, but basically we 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 did um, uh, a rolling of the safeties and then we slid. So uh, we would take the uh, the backside linebacker, shift him more towards the middle, uh, move that outside guy down on the line with his uh, with his hand not in the dirt. Uh, you saw that actually, um, I believe, at least once in the opening drive against Bama, um, yeah. and we were able to get pressure. Anyway, um, moving on to the tackles. Amari Thomas is a lock, right? He is a given. Absolutely. Take it to the bank. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, with that said, I, I think I'm going to get some disagreement here, not necessarily from you, but possibly from listeners. I'm okay if you do that, but I think yeah. Dejon Terry is your other tackle. Um, you know, I could absolutely see that. I have <laughs> Terry in my, again, very rough draft here. Actually, I've never done this before. I've made guesses, but just in my rough draft here, I've got Omari with Terry behind him. Okay. Um, I actually went with, man, first name escaping me. I think it's Bryson Eason at the okay. other tackle spot, at the other inside spot, mm-hmm. because we saw a lot of him as well as the season went on. Yeah. But the great thing again is it's like Omari's a given. Mm-hmm. Barron is a given. Just like Byron Young and those guys were a given this year, there are going to be a lot of guys that we can rotate in or at the other spot alongside Omari Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got Bryson Eason alongside him. Okay. And I've got Tyree West behind him. Okay. That's fair. Um, I think it's either going to be Terry. Um, and I think the other potential um body outside of Terry, if it's not Terry, could be Omar Norman Lott. 
the Arizona yeah. State transfer. Yep. Um, however, you mentioned West. Don't be surprised if West jumps in and, you know, he's starting some games or I, I really like his upside. Oh, man, me too. Um, uh, when he got in on garbage time, he was he was looking to eat. Like, he, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't looking just to, you know, be in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he's got a lot of speed for his size. He really does, as yeah. much as probably anyone at that size does for Tennessee right now. So, very encouraged there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say this uh, time and time again throughout as we move through uh, the positions on this potential depth chart. I don't know that I've ever been this excited this early in the offseason about – our bodies, our names, our numbers. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm pretty dang excited. This is, this is, this is fun. Yeah, this is, this is fun. This feels like the good old days. Yeah, yeah. So we run a lot of four two five. That's that's our basic passage pa- package. That's where we're going to kind of stick, uh, which leaves us with two linebacker spots. And again, if you're a video gamer, you're going to say, well, one's middle, one's outside. Not necessarily. <laughs> it's more like a two middle ordeal. Um, where you're going to have basically for the most part, if it's base, both backers are going to be lined up over the, uh, over the B, um, B gap, excuse me. Um, and one of those spots, I I don't think there's any debate. Aaron Beasley, Aaron Beasley. Absolutely. My gosh, I'm excited for his 2023 campaign and the way that he finished. I mean, he was like the only dude at, at, in, uh, Columbia, South Carolina that, that looked oh, like himself yeah. on defense. And my gosh, he carried that through the end of the season. He was a machine against Clemson. Mm-hmm. He is no doubt a lock at that position as much as Omari, Tyler Barron, those guys, Aaron Beasley's in. Man, it will be fanta- fantastic to see who is alongside him. And I'm curious to see yeah. what you've got. Um, I got Keenan Peely, actually. Um, um, uh, if, if, if we were to play Saturday, which is tomorrow at the time of this recording – I think it's Keenan Pilly. Uh, we we're gonna say, well, he didn't get to spring. Well, you, you kind of figuratively get what I'm saying here. Um, yeah. I think it's Keenan Pilly. Um, I just simply because I don't know a lot about what's behind these two guys. Keenan yeah. Pilly is going to come with experience, a lot of it. He's in his last year of eligibility. Because of that, I mean, the, guy, the dude's looking to go pro. He's yeah, not, he's not coming to mess around. I think he's got a family. Yeah, he's got at least a wife, if not kids. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. Uh, this dude ain't coming to mess around. So I'm gonna say Beasley and Keenan Peely. I think behind him, them, excuse me, um, is Caleb Herring or not? Uh, 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 Elijah, Elijah Herring. Um, potentially, I think this guy because I think this guy is definitely gonna play week one. Arian Carter. Yes, those are the exact four that I've got here. I think outside of Aaron Beasley, there's going to be a lot of interchangeability here. Yes. I personally, I think what we might see first would be Beasley and Elijah Herring as your two linebackers because of Herring's time in the system, mm-hmm. his youth. Um, he showed some flashes at times this year, and and he did get in like Tyree West at times during garbage times, but he was very productive during it. I think he wears the chip on his shoulder of my little brother is – thought of higher in higher regard than I was coming out I think he Mm -hmm. wears that so I think he could be alongside Beasley if not I absolutely think it'll be Peely Mm -hmm. but my gosh am I excited about Aaron Carter I am over the moon about I think it's Jalen Smith out of Cartersville yes tackle machine yes the way he's the top of high school tackling machine the way that Jalen Reeves Maven was 
and yeah. we need someone to have a career at Tennessee like Jalen Reeves maybe did. Absolutely. So there are again, man, three to four really solid options behind of you know a presumptive two of mm-hmm. Beasley and Peely or Harry. Yeah. So I like Jalen Smith, highly recruited, four star kid. Um, however, I think he needs a little bit of weight on his frame. Yes. And I think he needs to be a little bit of time to develop. Yeah. Uh, there's some things in his film that just make me uh, a little bit of a, a, a skeptic as far as like early playing time. Now, I think yeah. the upside is there. I think if there is a um, uh, a freshman outside of Arian Carter who could see playing time, I think it's going to be T Lander before I, I think it's Smith. And T Lander, just like that, a, I forgot about T Lander. T Lander's a tackling machine. Yeah, man. Uh, he did it at, so um, he's right here in Hall County where I currently reside. Uh, transferred from North Hall to to Gainesville. He was a tackling machine in North Hall. He was a tackling machine at Gainesville. And listen, the, the type of competition that you play when you're at North Hall, the transition to Gainesville is just a, a whole other animal, and it's like he never skipped a beat. Uh, so I'm looking forward looking forward to this guy. However, I don't see these these dudes as year one dudes. That's uh, possible for sure. With, I mean, hey, if it comes along and and you know where they bring that uh competition to that position and you know they're pushing for time hey i'm I'm for it however i think you and i it sounds like you and i agree on the, on the four beasley yeah. peely herring carter absolutely i want to add one thing about about the position real quick before we move on the way that jeremy banks was often in the right position he didn't always pick the ball off he was sure. a very solid tackler overall in his career i'm looking for that from beasley and peely because of their experience mm-hmm Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm really excited for Keenan Peely. Uh, I'm looking Same. forward to the, the, the physicalness that, that you, uh, that you see him bring. If you go back and you watch, I believe it's the 2020 season. Cause in the 21, he gets hurt early. Yeah. Um, but man, he just, he's, he's got violent hands. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to this guy. Very Absolutely. excited. Very excited. So in this four, two, five package, as we move on, um, we have in, in this package, what I believe we call a star position. It's like your yep. inside corner, uh, but he's more of a safety build. Um, I don't think there's any question. I think it's to Mary McDonald. Yes. Now who's behind him. I, I, I don't know. I yep. really don't know. Um, I think that could be Christian Charles. Uh, could be. Yep. I, I think, I think it could be uh slaughter. I think it could be turnage. Um, I don't, I, I just don't know. Um, you know, there's, there's a name, um, that could, uh, or there's a couple names in our, in our incoming freshman class that could pop up in service and, and people are going to say Jordan Matthews possibility. However, I think he's more of an outside guy, Agreed. Um, his, his man to man ability, uh, I'm in love with. However, your day one starter, McDonald. Terrell McDonald's absolutely starting at that star position in Nashville against Virginia. Mm-hmm. This is where uh, now at these at these cornerback at these safety positions is where I'm gonna go based off of like they've played these guys. I'm gonna say that they play these guys until they don't. Mm-hmm. But at that star position, I'm gonna give you what I would like to see, and I would like to see Brandon Turnage factor in there instead sure. of outside. I think sure. he is much more fitted for that. He made a heck of an impact against South Carolina in 2021 at that position. That's mm-hmm. where I want to see him at. I think he's very well fitted for it because of his frame and his mm-hmm. ability, and it also hasn't come together outside yet. So that's what I'm looking for is Turnage to be the second star. Yes, yes. I think if there is a freshman in this class, if this guy doesn't go to the offensive side, 
I think it's Cameron Seldon. Yeah. In that in that two deep. Um, I like his frame. I like his build for that spot. They want a little bit more of a safety body who can run because uh, they're going to slide him into the box a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Theo Jackson Woo. had had a heck of a. I mean, in the twenty one campaign, you know, earned a earned a spot in the draft. Right. He got himself drafted off of that. Yep. So I think that's more of the frame you're looking for. McDonald is a little bit on the shorter end, a little bit of the thicker side, but um. I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for him as well. I mean, uh, certainly had a, had a good orange bowl appearance. He did. So looking forward to it. All right. Now <laughs> here's we've, we've had a lot of certainty. Now we run into a lot of questions. Yes, we do. Corner. And I just wrote down a bunch of names. I, I, I if, if it, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I'm, I, I think it's a hard, um, I think it's written in stone. I think, I think it's Warren Burrell. I think, I think he's one of them. I do too. I think he's one of them. After that though, people are going to say, well, it's got to be Kamal Haddon, right? Man, I don't know. I, I, he's, he did some <clears throat> like, tampered off. I think as the season went on, um, he, especially, especially from almost like that South Carolina game where he couldn't stop running his mouth. Um, yeah. Seems like he just kind of got worse. Um, his play, not necessarily yeah. his mouth, his play got worse. Yeah. Um, but then you had a guy like Slaughter who was doing the opposite, who was kind of trending up, who early in the season was not, you know. So I, I, I just don't know. I, I really yep. just don't know. I'm with you. I think that Warren Burrell – or Kamal Haddon, one of those two, maybe the best one of the two, even though they did play on opposite sides in the limited time they played together. One of those guys I think will be a lock. The other guy that I look for to be a lock is Gabe Judy Lolly, also from BYU, played yeah. at Vanderbilt, graded out extremely well uh, from the independent schools, yeah. which are not many, but he graded out extremely well. He graded out like eight percentage points if you trust or look at PFF, yeah. uh, pro football focus. Yeah. If you look at that for college, he graded out leaps and bounds better than anyone in our secondary did. So yeah. I think he'll have a great chance to be a day one starter for this team. A lot of people are thinking that. Mm-hmm. I've got him and Burrell or Haddon. I just don't know where's Warren going to be at. Mm-hmm. Can Haddon put it together? Because I think if he did, he'd be a really solid corner. Yeah. Um, behind those guys, man, now that's where it gets interesting. If I If I throw in what I want to see, that's where I want to see Danico Slaughter get more time and a better yeah. shot at that position because of his instincts, because of the way that he was in position. I'm going to say more than anybody else this season. And mm-hmm. this is where I want to see Christian Harrison make a jump. I want yeah. those instincts that he's been raised with since day one of his life from Rodney Harrison. I want to see those on the field. I think he's also, unlike his father, a corner instead of a safety. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that I would love to see make that early jump if it's not a freshman coming in that just you know, blows it out of the water. Mm-hmm. But I think Judy Lolly, Burrell, or Haddon, and then again, what I want to see is Slaughter get more time there, Danico, because there's also a John Slaughter in the secondary now. Mm-hmm. And then I would love to see Christian Harrison make that jump. I like that. I like that. I, th- I think so. If we're going to play this, what I would like to see, I would like to see McDonald and Slaughter sharing snaps at that star spot. Yes. 
I would like to see Turnage really making a push because I love his aggressiveness. Yes. In at corner. I, I love that. I, f- I forgot about Judy Lally, if I'm saying that right. So if I'm guessing, and I'm going to say it's Burrell and Judy Lally if it's tomorrow. Okay. And I would I, say so too. And I think that's fair. Um, and I, I'm gonna pull Haddon back just simply because of the of the of the regression. Yeah. But I, I throw in this: where does D Williams come in? I think I think it's possible that D Williams is just a special teams contributor, and now that is a slot to him. Because That's he's unfortunate. A heck, he's a heck of a special teams contributor, man. If I was playing this where I want you to be game across the entire team, I would love to see that guy get a snap on offense. He is so dynamic. Interesting. Get him a screen. I'm not even like he's he's not built into my two deep anywhere. But I would love to see him with the ball in his hands on offense hmm. because maybe some jet sweeps or something like that. Jet sweep, you know those those quick game throws hmm. that we do because we were in such dire need of corners and he just never factored in very long. I mean, very very limited snaps. So find different ways to get him the ball because he's gonna listen. He's he's already your punt returner. <sighs> If I didn't go as far as through special teams, I want him to be our kick returner. <laughs> him and Squirrel Watt, mm. you know, let them return the kicks. Uh, that's what I would love to see. But, man, get him snaps on offense because I just don't know that it's going to come yeah. together on defense. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you consider this, but uh, you, you you just threw this into the equation a little bit. Are we? Do you plan on talking about kick return, putt return? I can I can certainly do it. I didn't pre-do okay. it, but I could do it right now. I have a variable that I want to throw at you when we get there. Good deal. Good. Uh, okay, good, good. Well, let's move on to safety. Okay, so before we get there, I just want to tell our listeners, um, remind them, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flex my ego a little bit right here. Yeah. I do have a relationship with um, Christian Charles, and one of the last times I got to talk with him was at um, the high school he graduated from. I was calling basketball games, got the chance to talk with him during halftime for a little bit, and he was telling me how the safety spots are interchangeable. Um, you learn, you've learned one, you've learned both. Okay, uh, so with that said – Jalen McCullough, lock. It's it's got to be absolute. Him. The way that Martinez and Banks, no matter the score, were Banks and or excuse me, were McCullough and Flowers. You can't convince me it's going to be Jay, not Jalen McCullough at one of those spots. Bingo. They won. Bingo. And, and up to week fourteen. Okay. Yeah. So, with that said, I'm going to say, and this is probably my bias talking. I like Christian Charles at the other safety spot. I really do too. I think the only thing preventing him from being that other safety spot, because I agree, Tank McCullough, no questions asked. There's no question there. I, I think the only other thing in Christian's way would be Wesley Walker because Agreed. he got the nod in the bowl game. Absolutely agree. Now, this is the end of the season where Christian moved a corner. I think it's in his best interest, like we've talked about you and I, to go back to safety. I think he's a natural there. Yeah. He got in very early in his career in 2021 there. Yeah. So I'm really rooting for that. That's m- even more of a what I want to see type yeah. thing. So yeah. I really would love to see him be a variable at the other safety position. I just think that Wesley Walker will figure in there as well. And if he doesn't, he's going to figure in at star because that's what he did as well. Sure. So I guess our question then is, who do you think is behind Tank McCullough? Well, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you and say Wesley Walker. There's, I think there's two things in Christian Charles' way. Walker and Christian Charles. Yeah. He just can't seem to stay healthy. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, which I hate for him. Um, and if you talk to any of his coaches here uh, when he's playing high school ball, he just doesn't know 
um, any any gear other than the top gear, and yeah. he doesn't know any any other speed than the top speed. He's he's just he's just going to come in full steam, and sometimes it costs him his body. Yeah. Um, by the way, I just want to throw this in there. If 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 people could only understand the kind of person Christian is, uh, I you, listen. I've been doing youth ministry for about fifteen years. You just don't come across the type of young uh, young man that Christian is. Um, and it's just, it's just uh, I love that he's a Tennessee ball man. He's absolutely he's just, he's just a high character dude, high yeah. character dude. Um, I think somebody who could really take an upside or a really take a uh, what's the word? Um, take a step is Jordan Thomas. Yeah, uh, I loved his special teams play. Man, he was like a he was like a a, 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 a shot out of a cannon. Yes, um, and when he lay, when he got a chance to get a lick on the on the ball carrier. Ball carrier felt it. So I'm really excited about him. I think there's some potential there for him. Agreed. So <clears throat> um if I had to, if I had to guess, I'm gonna say McCullen, say Christian. Don't be surprised if Walker is is stepping in, you know, if they're if if potentially Christian and Walker are sharing drives like they were like like Christian and was it Turnage? I think so. Was doing there towards the season went on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh we're doing so. Um, that would be my guess. All right, yep. so let's let's shift to special teams here just a little bit, and let's talk punt return. Let's do it. We uh, it's it's the Virginia game. We just got a three and out. They're punting. Who's fielding that punt? D. Williams better be fielding that punt. <laughs> like he had better be fielding that punt. Yeah. Dynamic, dynamic. Like I said, I want to see him on. I would love to see him get offensive touches. I think he's fantastic. I hate that it took him until the Vanderbilt game to break one because he was right there from the first game that he got in against LSU, or that I recall against LSU. Mm-hmm. So, D. Williams better be your your first guy. I think Squirrel Watt's your second guy. I think that even happened this year. Um, so, great with Squirrel Watt back there. Don't want to see him get hurt. Don't want to see anybody get hurt. Yeah. But D. Williams is my punt returner all yeah. day. Yeah, I think, it's, I think there's no question that it's D. Williams. And I think because there's no question that it's D. Williams – I think in order to preserve health to squirrel, I don't think you're going to see him there as much. Therefore, I'm going to throw, throw this at you. I think Jack Latrell is going to be the second option. That is fascinating. Absolutely. I'm here for it. Me and my brother, my brother is 18 years old, and he has lived through much more bad football in his short 18 years than I did th- through my 18 years. He knows about Jack Luttrell. He knows a lot about the Tennessee team as well, but he knows about Jack Luttrell. He's seen those flashy catches that he's made, the flashy personality that he's got. I would love to see Jack Luttrell on the field in 2023. Dude is electric with the ball in his hands. He sure I'm is. I'm just saying. Playing against some tough, tough competition down there at Colquitt yeah. County High School. Yeah. Played uh, against schools like, you know, Buford and and, and Grayson and whatnot. Yep. Uh, is there any – you think there's any potential freshmen coming in who could who could see some time there? Um, I, You know, you mentioned this name, I think, for the star position, but I think Cameron Selden is going to be a guy that they try to get the ball in their, in his hands as well any way possible. Yeah. yeah. You know, if, if – this is interesting because it's tough if you look at UT Sports right now and try to go to the roster. They're constructing the spring football time roster – right now so you can look at the signing class you can look at 22's roster all archived rosters of course they list Selden as a wide receiver and I fully expected him to be more of a running back I know he's going to be used in a a myriad of different ways but 
yeah, I love him as a return man. If if he can get that, if mm-hmm. he can protect the ball, field the thing, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because again, anytime you get the ball in his hand, lightning can strike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I don't see him getting. I know we're we're about to get there, but I don't see him at that running back spot at least not for the twenty three campaign. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll no. probably start as a receiver as well. Yep, yep. All right, that's going to conclude our defensive depth chart. Good work there, my dude. So we make our way to the offensive side of the ball, the fun side of the ball. I, well, you know what? I shouldn't say that because that was a lot of fun talking that defense. It really was. I can't wait. I can't wait to revisit that as we learn more through spring. Mm-hmm. We start hearing rumblings out of fall camp. Man, I can't wait. Yes. Um, only to realize how wrong we were, right? Yes, that too. Because if you've listened to us, you know we're going to be wrong. So. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm guessing some here and there. Also, yeah. you can't see a full roster at this moment, so right. bear with us. We're going to yeah. have fun with it. Yeah. Don't go to UT Sports. It'll be a waste of your time. <laughs> yeah, at the moment, for sure. Yeah. All right, so offensive side, quarterback, a possession, a, a position in question, obviously. Um, don't, have, don't have the first clue what we're going to do there. Absolutely. Um, Will it be Gaston Moore? <laughs> uh, it's gonna be Navy Schuler. Hello, gosh, I'm so dumb. I forgot. Matter of fact, I think Heath Schuler still has a year left of eligibility. I, I think, think he does. Yeah, yeah. He's like LeBron. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna play with my boy. Yeah. All right, we've we've <laughs> we've goofed. <laughs> we've goofed. All right, so Joe Milton, duh, right? Unless tragedy, unless tragedy strikes, which yeah. has happened. Yeah, I mean, we've seen that Joe's- movie before. Yeah, Joe Joe was hurt here his first year. Hendon was hurt. His my goodness, as I get a phone call, we're good now. <laughs> Hendon was hurt, obviously very tragically in the second in you know second year two under Hotful. So could happen. It could absolutely mm-hmm. happen. But Joe will be starting in Nashville against Virginia. Let's hope so. I'm, I mean, you could even still have stuff happen in spring or fall. Very true. Which, dear Lord God, please no. Right, please no. Uh, as what's what's his head from the office, Michael Scott? No, yeah. no. Um, yes. With the departure of Taven Jackson, which I just want to tell the listeners, I'm super sad about. Uh, I was really high on this guy. I was really excited for him. I thought he was going to bring competition to that quarterback room. You know, I, I still, I, I'm not. Obviously, I'm not concerned about the quarterback room, but. Again, if we were playing, you know what, you know, even, uh, with, with the first game being what the last week of August, first week of September, I still think Taven Jackson's your two. If he's yeah. if he if he's in that quarterback room, I, right, I, I, I think he's the two. Uh, and, well, you don't know Nico Amiabuaba. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you're talking about uh, a, a full year, you know, being in the quarterback room. Um, he was highly recruited. It, Whatever, say what you want. If it, yeah. I'm just and I'm just telling you, if Nico is not in this conversation, if Nico had chosen California or if he had chosen Southern Cal, whatever, everybody be talking about Taven. Yes, it's as simple as that. Yeah. So, um, Milton, Nico. That's what I've got, and that's how I see it going. And hopefully, hopefully, here's the ideal situation: Joe Milton has a fantastic year on Rocky Top 2023. Nico Iamaliava gets in in that garbage time that Joe Milton got in in 2022 mm-hmm. when the score is 59 to 21 and yeah. Nico is in. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to 
at all pitch a fit if he redshirts because I think that would be huge for him. I just don't think we have the luxury of doing that um, mm-hmm. without playing Joe Milton for full games. And, I, you know, I just don't think you want to do that. I think you want to get in-game snaps, live yeah. defenses, even if you're up big. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Joe yeah. and Nico. You could see him week one against Virginia. Absolutely. I hope you do, and yeah. I think you will. Yep, and and most of our listeners probably know this, but Nico can play in four games and still get a red shirt. Absolutely. However, I think he's on this campus three years tops. I would agree with that. If, if everything unfolds the way we think it's going to, right? If he is anywhere near as advertised, right? So I got, I got, I got. Um, I want to throw before we move on for quarterback a couple things I, I want to I want to mention here because we, we've seen this right where there's a highly recruited guy and they take the field and they just wet the bed, right? Um, Justin Worley was what. Gatorade National Gatorade National Player of the Year, of the year. whatever yeah. it was, you know, out of South Carolina. Um, and he was – how do you want to define his career? Serviceable? Serviceable. Uh, also marred by head coach and coordinators, but serviceable. Sure. And and that's, you know, if of course, if he's in this offense, you know, oh, it's yeah. totally different. So, yeah. Um, but, I mean, Nathan Peterman was a four-star Peterman dude, was highly recruited. But he just I, – I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know that don't that that performance against Florida in thirteen was just atrocious, Ooh. right? Yeah, absolutely. So regarding Nico, I, I, if you're a Tennessee fan listening, which I'm assuming it's only Tennessee fans in the room right now, if you're just you're thinking Nico's about to hang the moon, I just you just think you need to calm down. Yeah, um, five stars busts. They it's yeah. what it's what they do. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's 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 hit or miss with these guys. I don't know that there's much in between. So, just be prepared. <laughs> just prepare yourself. Not saying yep. he is because he's got he's got all the he's got all the intangibles. He's got a, he's got all the tangibles. I mean, he's he's the upside he's is all. there. He's the Absolutely. upside is, is there, and he and he seems like a high character kid. So he does. He really does. Seems mature, wise beyond yeah. his years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Milton, Nico, um, we're going. We, I don't know if there's any question here. I think we're going to be going for a quarterback in the portal, right? Come come May. Probably so. With, I think you have with to. With Taven leaving, I mean, I, I just don't think you want to want to step in the territory of, you know, Gaston Moore or Navy Shuler starting games. Even though Gaston's been with Hopple a long time, I just I don't think you want to do that. No, if, no, no, no. If someone is cool to to be that role, you know what I mean? It's you're not going to find a starter. You're not you're not going to find a starter because of Milton and Nico. Yeah. So you you just got to find someone that can be depth. It's going to be hard to find. If you can do it, you better. And I just don't know who's out there. Yeah. You, you I know. Mean, and now we'll get us we'll get a second wave when the portal opens opens again right after spring. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But with that said, I just don't know. I don't I don't know who they are. I don't know what their name is, but we'll be coming after them. Yeah, I think so. Um, so as we move on from quarterback, we get to the backfield, and there's you talk about a position that's just not in question. Small, right, Sampson, Keith. It's got it's got it's gotta be Keith, right? We're we're talking four deep at this position. Yes, we are. We're talking about some depth here. I've got uh, Jalen Wright taking the first carry of the season. Oh, dang. Okay. Okay. The, I don't hate explosion, it. I mean, he, was the a lead, he was a leading rusher. He was. He was the leading rusher. Um, he also, you know, he battled his he, – he came into health as the season went 
from a fall camp injury. I think it was like a uh, like a calf bruise or a, maybe a thigh bruise. I've got Jalen Wright taking the first carry of the season, and then I'm with you. I think it's interchangeable. I really, I think I think we're three deep for sure. Oh, I think yeah. we've got absolute explosion beyond the three deep. Um, but I've got Jalen Wright taking the first carry. But I think this is the maybe the truest of any position on paper of 1A, 1B, 1C, because all three are really good, really good. Uh, Jabari Small doesn't have that speed that Sampson and Wright have. Um, in fact, I don't know that anyone has the speed that Sampson has, but yeah. I'm very excited about this these, these running backs this year. Yeah, I mean, you, you, only you know this, but I'm, I've been super excited about Khalifa Keith since the day, you he, have. The day he's committed. He is yeah. a, he's thick. He's got some top end speed. Um, he is he is the perfect uh, recruit with the loss of Justin Williams Thomas because I Absolutely. was I was super excited about him. I'm just very excited for this offense to have a, a, a bigger back. Uh-huh. Uh huh. With the loss of Lenith Whitehead, of course Whitehead just didn't have you know some some top end speed to him. Yeah, uh, thick, but you know what? Um, Excited about this position. My question for you is not necessarily depth chart related is we were pretty much 60, 40 run pass. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that number is going to change this season? You think we'll be a little more run heavier than usual? I would love to see it. And it's not that I, that I'm even on like the Joe Milton hater bandwagon. I'm, I'm excited for Joe Milton this year. Like, but I would love, I would Ever since I, I dove deep into Hopple's time at UCF, his time at UCF was just outstanding rushing numbers. I mean, I'd, I'd have to look back at what they were. They were fantastic. I mean, fantastic. Mm-hmm. The yards per carry, the guys getting near or over 1,000 yards, I'm ready for that. I want it badly. Um, but I also think Joe Milton could have a monster year. I really do. I mean, it's, it's yeah. fair for him to be talked about the way that he is. But – uh, man, I would love to see it creep up just a little bit more. If it doesn't creep up, I'm just hoping for a, a bit of a boom in production and yardage. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Wright was so close to a thousand yards this year. Um, or did he? Did he make it? Did he get over? Who? Jalen Wright. He was around 800. Okay. Okay. I was. I, I couldn't remember where he ended up. I'll tell you. Just want to see a little bit more. That's all. Um, which will be interesting as we, in a moment, move to the offensive line too deep. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I'm looking for a 1,000-yard rusher this year, although it could be tough again because of the depth there and the guys that are going to demand playing time and carries. want to uh, add real quick about Khalifa Keith mm-hmm. that he was previously committed to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I think if he landed at Kentucky with the way that they've used Rodriguez, Cavassier Smoke, Benny Snell, dude could have probably broken some records at Kentucky. So really want to see the production from him that you're expecting that I'm excited about. And think he's got all the world, all the potential in the world to do it here. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Wright, eight seventy five. Eight seventy five. Yeah, love yeah. to see him get to a thousand or anyone for that matter. Sure. Um, I don't know that the number is going to change much from sixty forty. Um, I think the thing that will determine that is not the stable that we have in the backfield. I think it's the offensive line. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're we're losing some pieces there. Um, we are that that are, I think are going to not hurt us a little bit, but you know. Raise some questions, set sure. it back a little bit, you know, so on, so on. Uber, uber excited about Khalifa Keith. Please stick around. Surely yes. he committed knowing there's dudes in front of him, right? Surely, surely, surely. But he also should know that 
as soon as next year that the room should lighten up and there's going to be a lot of carries for Mr. Sampson, Mr. Keith, anyone that's still here in 2024, going to yeah. be a lot of carries to be had. 24 could be interesting as far as the stable goes because we're definitely losing small. Yes. And if Jalen has a big year, I mean, 875, solid. Oh, yeah. I mean, he could potentially declare. He sure could. He absolutely so, could. Do you think he could have declared after this year? You think he'd have been taken? I mean, he'd be a day three guy. He would be a day three guy. Um, man, it just wouldn't be too advisable, probably, um, I would think. But he, I think he would have been, at you know, at worst, an undrafted free agent. I think he's got a for sure NFL future because of his versatility and his speed. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, you're right, an interesting room. Could be looking at losing two of those guys going into 2024, mm-hmm. Which, depending on what Rod does. If that's the case, then it's the Dylan Sampson show. Oh, absolutely. Dylan which Sampson it, show. Which it could absolutely. be this year. It could be this year. It could be. I mean, seriously, that's the great thing about it is we finally have some positions where it's like it's not necessarily going to be that guy that's just done it for his entire career. There are mm-hmm. legitimate pieces Maybe not the depth that that you have at your championship contenders, but there are pieces to build on, man, that are yeah. so exciting right now. Yeah. You know, it's the, the portal's going to open up again after spring. We'd hate to see one of these guys go. But it's, oh, absolutely. You, you have to look at this position and say it's it's high possibility oh, uh, yeah. that, we, that we could lose one of these four dudes that we're talking mm-hmm. about. I mean, you're, well, Jabari Small, I mean, he could. He could, yeah, he could. And especially if you're talking about, you know, Jalen Wright getting the first snap of the season. Uh, yep. It's it's and and you can't tell me Dylan Sampson's not going to be pushing for time. So oh, absolutely. And and if 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 Dylan Sampson in his sophomore year is looking at, he's like, man, he's third guy again. Hope not. He could go start somewhere. This, yeah, this, dude's, this dude, this dude's good, and he's from Louisiana. Yeah. So you can't tell me LSU wouldn't take him. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, I don't want to be I don't want to be negative, Nancy. There, so <laughs> we'll move on. Another position group that man just just excited about, and we're, we're we've added added a dude from the portal, talking receiver here. Um, but man, let's just start with the the an, a guy who we know has solidified uh, this X position, meaning his foot will be on the line of scrimmage ninety nine percent of the time. So you got an X who is on the line. You have a um, a Z who will be off the line, um, and then I'm not real sure what how they refer to their their uh, slot guy, but um, your Y is more than likely your your tight end. But Baru McCoy, starting at that X, had a heck of an Orange Bowl. Um, uh, uh, performance that that touchdown grab where he just vacuumed in that Gosh. rocket laser where he was like, "Oh, you think you can throw it hard? Watch this!" <laughs> Sucked yeah. it in, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, had I just want to throw his numbers out real quick. Fifty-two catches last year, so that was second best on the team behind Jalen Hyatt. Six hundred and sixty-seven yards, only four scores, but what he brings to this position is a physicality that you don't normally associate with this position absolutely think about uh if go back and watch him when he gets jammed his hands are violent (laughs) he swims quick he's got good enough speed to get by you if you do jam him um and he catches a probably a four yard out if i remember right in the orange bowl and turns it upfield and that 
corner for Clemson. Number one, Makumba. Yeah. Uh, Hakuna Matata, whatever his name is. Um, God, that's the most racist thing I've ever said. <laughs> um, forgive me, y'all. I like this guy. Like, if he wants to be a volunteer, come on. I'm not racist. Like, yeah. he just, Makum- I think it's like Makumba Wakanda or something. Right. <laughs> there, I did it again. So, um, I like, I mean, I wish I had a, my name's Dan Tucker. Listen, that's a cool name. I don't have a cool name. Anyway. Yeah. Um, apparently I comb my hair with a wagon wheel. <laughs> I'm, I need to stop, but he lowers his shoulder, <laughs> which is something you don't see receivers do. And that corner just, Oh crap. Right. Yeah. So a physicality, that position that, that just, you know, Get you excited. You just don't get it. Yeah, I about, I about absolutely. Said something, listen, I about said something perverted right there. Get you excited, <laughs> if you know what I mean. You dig? Yeah. If you yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, excited <laughs> about anything, anything you want to add? I mean, I probably said too many words on Brimacor, but anything no, you want to add? No. If you ever listen to this, he's going to think I'm straight homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> I am so jacked up for Brimacor. I mean, <laughs> there are people, you know, he, the, what, the expectations for, for him were weird entering this season because he came in, banged up, having come off injuries, having come off a bit of a scandal, an incident at, at USC, and dude just worked right through it. Um, he, gosh, stepped up in the biggest way. You know, everyone did as Tillman went down early in the season. So excited about him. He's as much of a starter as anyone that we've talked about, Joe Milton, Omari Thomas, yeah. any of those yeah. guys. Yeah, I'm excited. I think behind him, just to get that out of the way, I think you could see someone – there's no one really of his build and physicality, but maybe someone in his ballpark would be like a Chaz Nimrod, who they still are excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, he could also – maybe he, because he's also just not the fastest guy in the world, Chaz Nimrod. He might be on that other side. You know, well, maybe if he's true, got the, though. That's true. No, no, I'm, you're absolutely right. I'm just kind of speaking to when it was Brew and Cedric Tillman on the outside. Yeah. Neither one of those guys just had the otherworldly speed. Tillman has the ball skills. Brew has the physicality. So I look for Nimrod to be an outside guy. I'm thinking uh-huh. behind Brew McCoy if, you know, there's times that Brew's out of the game or whatever. That's yeah. where I've got who I've got there. But it's going to be a bit of a guessing game for sure, really yeah. until we see game film. Yeah. I think behind Brew is going to be the Oregon transfer, Thornton. Thornton, okay. He, he's got a big frame. He's 6'5". I think Huge. He's, I think he's 200 or 210, somewhere around yeah. there. He's a big frame. Um, not a great – people are like, oh, man, look what he did at Oregon. I don't, he didn't do much at Oregon, yeah. um, but I think his upside is there. I'm excited to see him in this offense. What can he Absolutely. do in this offense? I think I think you could see something similar from uh, 2020 Tillman to 21 Tillman, um, comparing that to a Oregon Thornton to a Tennessee Thornton. Yeah, I would. I mean, if if we can get that, my oh, heavens, gosh. my heavens. Yeah. Uh, so on the opposite side, so typically our offense, our base offense, uh, and we're going to get to this is. Uh, Three receivers, one being those guys, one of those guys being a slot, tight end, single back, and a Q, right? Uh, opposite receiver, um, off the line of scrimmage, it's got to be Ramel. I do think it will be Ramel to start the season. Uh, this is where I wonder if it could be Thornton or if there's a young guy. Let's just say as the season goes on, if that couldn't be Nathan Laycock because of the rave reviews that he got as his recruitment went on. The, the severe jump that he saw in ratings and ending up rated better than Carnell, than a Carnell Tate. Yeah. I think that position could be vulnerable if Keith doesn't produce like he did in 22. I'm not saying he won't or anything like that. 
But I, on that other side is where I look for maybe Thornton, maybe Nathan Laycock, if those guys factor in early mm-hmm. in their Tennessee careers, mm-hmm. um, is how I see that playing out. I do see Keaton day one, first snap, those things, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's Keaton. And I, I would say if this is Keaton's second or third year, then okay, I'm, I might lean a little bit more what to what you're saying. Just but but because he's a senior and some of the stuff that he said last year in front of the media, you know, and and having really bought in by this point, I don't think he's going to let that happen. I hope not. I really do hope not. I want to see him tear it up. But I mean, listen, I'm not going to be. I, you and I have become really big fans of Ramel Keaton. Like we have raved yes. about him, not only him as a player but as a person. Um. So I don't think that's going to happen. But listen, I, I'm I'm not going to be complaining if he's getting pushed. Oh yeah, absolutely. And if it's if it's because he's doing well and still getting pushed, not because he's regressing yeah, yeah. and getting pushed. Oh you know no, what I'm absolutely, absolutely. No, I agree with you completely. Um, I just I wonder how those guys like a Thornton, like which I'll actually get to more in a moment, and a Laycock. Laycock is the one I see, and and it's crazy to talk about Nathan Laycock because there's guys in the twenty twenty two recruiting class that we didn't see much of. Mm-hmm. So do we see those guys factor in a web or a Nimrod? Like I talked about earlier, where did they come in? When did yeah. they come in? Yeah. Uh, but as of yeah, day one, I think Keaton and I think Laycock could be that maybe second guy, that guy that makes the jump there. I would, I would say if it's um, as, as you got down into the depth chart there, here, let me answer it this way. Figure out what I'm trying to say here. I think you could see Nimrod getting, more snaps than some of those other guys that were named. Yeah. It sounds like they're pretty high on him. Yeah. Um, I would say week one, here's what I think. I think week one, you'll probably see him 15 to 20 snaps. Agreed. That's my guess. I could see like like Walker Merrill was used in the early games of 2022 is what I'm thinking for me. Okay. Okay. I could. I think a, a hair more just because yeah. of they, the way know, they potential like rotation and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they're going to want him to stick around. Yeah. Uh, so, but l- hey, listen, just get in the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care who it is. I don't care what jersey number you're wearing. Just get in the dang Absolutely. end zone. Absolutely. Yeah. Get in the dang end zone. All right. So, uh, slot. We're going to move to the slot S- now. Slot receiver. I don't know if this is any question either. Dude, I'm with you. Score a lot. I mean, seriously. He got the first 47 pass attempts from Joe Milton in the Orange Bowl. Um, he needs that <laughs> <laughs> register with me so late. Like, wait a second. Oh, I was like, I was like, dang, I didn't even get like a like a ha ha ha. <laughs> Squirrel Watts is slot receiver. It's it's he a Friday. Asked, it just registered late. No, My bad. Oh, absolutely. I'm with you. Squirrel. Here's the weird thing for me. I don't have any idea behind Squirrel or where these some of these guys will factor in, but they talk about Thornton as a six five burner, mind you, six five burner as a guy that could play inside. Dude, so Jalen did high, dude. Yeah, high is taller than we think about. He is taller than we think about. He's not six five or anything like that, but he is taller than you imagine because you look at his frame and he he does look small. But dude, the the idea, the thought of a six five burner in that slot does get me really excited. He's the guy that I went with a second here, even though I've mentioned him at like every position to this point. I, I do think he could factor in here um for sure. But at the same time, I would love to see Squirrel get like that as many targets as he got against Vanderbilt, against Clemson, dude, give me that every game because he is lightning in a bottle, just yeah, waiting to burn yeah. somebody. Yeah, and I agree with you, and I don't hate it unless it starts to get us in trouble. Yeah, um, like yeah, don't force it. 
like Hooker was looking towards Tillman in that pit game. Oh my goodness, yes. Don't do that, please. He was he looked at him pre-snap. He was looked at him right as the ball was snapped. And when it wasn't mm-hmm. there, there was coming a couple times he forced it anyway. Yeah. And you and I were going, oh <gasps> no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I think I think uh Thornton behind Squirrel is is really fair. Yeah. Uh I think that's where you could see Cam Selden come in though. I, I agree there. Selden makes sense. Let's let me just also mention that Thornton has, I think, even personally said this. I've heard it about him, but I think he's even said that, you know, I'm not coming to add depth. He's coming to play. So it's going to be a fascinating battle to watch take place. He also has, now this is from his mouth, Bolitnikov aspirations, which is, you know, a huge lofty goal. Great. I'm great with it, but I'm going to be fascinated to see where he factors in. Just sure. all that to say that. Yeah. Fair. Hey. If those are your dreams and aspirations, get to work, Go baby. Do it. Go Let's do ride. It. Yes. Let's ride. All right. Uh, tight end. Let's get to tight end. Let's do it. I, th- I think um, uh, <laughs> Jacob Warren, right? I, I do think it's Jacob Warren. Now, I, I'd like to, you know, I love the way that we use Princeton Fant. I don't yeah. want us to need to do that going forward. I, you know, we might need to use a big body. Are you talking Hopefully about in like short yardage situations? Back, okay, full yeah, back, yeah. getting carries, things like that. I don't think Jacob Warren is also that versatile. I, I don't think no. he's that guy. He so, doesn't have he doesn't have those hips. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's a good tight end. He's a good yes. tight end. I think he's your starting tight end on play number one. Um, I would love to see it be a young back or someone else though. Yeah. If 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 we use a tight end in that form in that format, it's going to be wild to watch. You know, because we did rotate Warren or we had them on the field at the same time. Mm-hmm. Who is behind him? Mm-hmm. Love, love, love what I saw out of McAllen Castles from UC Davis. Love the prospect Ethan Davis in this class. He has a yes. lot of ability. A beautiful six-five frame, I believe it is, mm-hmm. with a lot, a lot of athletic. Uh, excuse me, a lot of athleticism in those bones. He's got great athleticism. Played against tough competition. Um, I think his team was actually kind of one of the worst teams in his division or what we uh, his uh, district, if you will. Mm-hmm. And he produced anyway. He's he's a producer. He's got that freakish tight end frame that you that you see more today than ever before. Mm-hmm. I am so so excited for him. Yeah, I don't know that Ethan Davis is a year one guy. I don't. That's the thing is I don't think he's that either. I think he's probably going to need some weight and some time. Hey, if he figures it out and it happens, awesome. Hopefully, it's not oh, yeah. because of tragedy. But yes, um, <clears throat> you you threw in you threw something in your in your spill there that I hadn't thought about with the departure of Princeton Fant do we do we go back to some of those looks you know to going under center you know yeah uh or you know to handing it to a, a guy who's not a true back like Princeton Fant was not is there somebody is it can Castles do that he's big he's six five he is 40. big yeah yeah he is big and he's also very athletic but like with good ball skills like can make a play on the ball once in the air, man. I don't, I don't know. You know, I just like I said, it was it was cool because it was almost always successful. It's just I, I don't know if there's a guy like that. I would not have expected it to be Princeton fan anyway. Let me get that out of the way. But I, I just, just don't know. You know, I would probably need to see it. And like I said, I'm hoping for us to be able to take the traditional approach if we want to do those things of a big back or you know any of our backs for that matter. Um, so it'll be fascinating to see. I think, you know, one thing I think you'll see a lot of this year, and it's it's a it's a thing that happens a lot in the pros and in college now, is if we get it in second or third, 
fourth and under two, man, I think you're going to see Joe Milton sneaking it and powering it a lot. Took the words out of him. Man, I was wanting to get there so bad. <laughs> he, like, he could be that aspect, whereas yes. Fant was that aspect in 22. Yes, so I think what you could potentially see is Jacob Warren with his hand in the dirt at the, at the tight end position, or, or, or sorry, off the hip of the tackle, right? Yeah. Off, um, and you could see Hassels, not necessarily in a fullback spot, but more in the backfield with a deeper snap to Milton, right? Yeah. With nobody else in the backfield on some kind of quarterback power or quarterback yeah. dive, something like that. However, I'm telling you, every time that happens, my heart's going to drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, God, don't get hurt. Yeah, like because, if you like impose on someone, do not get them like imposed on you. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, the hit he took against Pitt in twenty one didn't look bad until he didn't right. get up. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so I think it's <clears throat> with, with the, to recap that position. I think it's Warren, snap one, game one, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think I mean just like they did with Fant, they're going to rotate that, right? Yep. Uh, similar to the way that they do uh, small and right. Yep. Um, so Warren, Castles, and then your option with the departure of Campbell. Uh, yeah. And then Hunter Sal- Salmon graduating, right? Yep. yep. Uh, Going to be Ethan Davis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, not the most exciting position to talk about here, uh, unless you're a Tennessee fan. Um, this is a position group where you and I going into last season, we had <laughs> concerns, right? Yeah. We had some fears, some worries, and then <clears throat> Darnell Wright made a case for round one draft pick, and, mm-hmm. and you know, Mincy showed up, showed out. Uh, I, said Cam- uh, I said Campbell. Crawford um, did well. I mean, our offensive line as a unit. Yes, they are. Won us I- the Alabama game. I mean – Love, love, love what Glenn Ellerby has going on right there in that position group right now. The one variable – oh, man, pay him. The one variable for me is the last two years, the the best offensive lineman has played right tackle, which is unconventional to me when you talk about the blind side of the quarterback and left tackle and those things with, um, gosh, the elder Mays, my goodness. Cade. Cade Mays playing right tackle and then Darnell Wright playing right tackle. Maybe they just project there better. I don't know, but they were your probably best two offensive linemen those years, and they both yeah. played right tackle. So yeah. I'll be fascinated to see who they stick at right tackle with losing Darnell Wright. I think left tackle, I think it's going to be Gerald Mincy again because he he seemed to get the nod over Jeremiah Crawford, mm-hmm. but I love what Jeremiah Crawford did. Yes. So does one of those guys shift over? Are they still going to be left tackle A, left tackle B? Mm-hmm. That'll be fascinating to me, but I'm betting on – if we kind of go left or right, Mincy probably starting at left tackle against Virginia. Okay. I was going to do that a little bit different, but you said left or right. Let's go left or right. I think I okay. think I think it's Mincy Crawford again. I think yeah, it's going to look I, the exact same so. as it did in the 22 campaign. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think it's the exact same. Um, left guard brings questions for me. Sure does. Uh, is this a place where Addison Nichols comes in? Uh, does Jackson Lampley take that spot? Yep. Uh, I, I I don't know. I'm right there with you. Um, also, I wonder about Andre Karik from Texas. That, you know, is he there? And he a know. tackle? And he more I was tackle? thinking. I was thinking he was an interior guy, but I could be confusing him with Johnson from Miami. I don't really know. Can, um, I could uh, Campbell from Miami is a tackle. 
Okay. I can that's tell you what that. I, that's what I was thinking. Uh, that's what I was thinking as well. Uh, in a lot of our depth charts, we had Ollie Lane behind Jerome Carvin this year. So okay. is he go. a real factor there? Left guard is maybe as up for grabs as, as corner. any position. Yeah. As corner, as mm-hmm. any position on a roster, left guard yeah. could be really up for grabs. I was thinking Kark was an interior guy. So I was kind of thinking maybe they brought him in with that purpose in mind, but if he's a tackle, then absolutely not. Uh, Kark is listed as tackle. Okay, gotcha. Well, you mentioned Jackson Lampley, who backed up Javante Spragans a lot at right guard mm-hmm. uh, this past year. So, yeah, I really wonder about him. I really wonder about Ollie Lane, who, like I said, was behind Carvin at times this year. It'll be fascinating to see who's at left guard because Carvin has held that thing down. Yeah. I think I think if 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 we're playing tomorrow, I'm, I'm going to say Lampley. Yeah, that's probably it for me. And, and you're right, Addison Nichols can factor in there as well. Yeah, uh, I, I can't figure out. I can't figure out where they like Addison Nichols. Same. They they're not saying much regarding him. Yeah. Uh, sounds like he's got some some potential at center as well. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm not real sure, but I would. Uh, you got to look for him to get get some snaps this year, right? I would think so for sure. Um, he'll be a sophomore. He has been in the program. You know, we're going to be a younger unit there. But I would, I would say so. If, if you know, if he's going to get a chance, I would say he's going to have a great chance this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, center, Coop, Cooper Mays, undoubtedly. The questions behind him, right? And again, yeah, similar to left guard could be Addison Nichols, right? If that's the um, potential for him, I, I just don't know. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I, I think Parker Ball was behind him a lot this Parker year. Parker Ball, yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, if he stays at a, a backup center instead of maybe jumping to a guard, then I would say it's probably Cooper and then Parker Ball. But Cooper is also as as much as anyone he's set in stone. He's a fantastic center for us. Uh, he he does so much. The center does so much in this offense. Um, so yeah, Cooper Mays, no doubt about it. Yep, right guard, no doubt about it. Spragans, Javantes, the dog Spragans, and again, if Jackson Lampley or someone doesn't make a move to left guard, I would say he's probably behind it. Uh huh. So this is actually where I think Addison Nichols fits in. I think in my like mind it. he fits in at right guard. There's something about his frame uh, that I like there, and the way that our like offense it. just kind of runs. Um, that's where I see him. So I've ultimately got him listed at the two deep at right guard. Okay, I like it. Right tackle. All right, so <clears throat> this this is this is what I think. Obviously, um, if we're playing tomorrow, even if we're playing in you know actually in August, whatever, <laughs> I think that's John Campbell. I think that's the Miami transfer. He started every game for Miami at that position. He's going to come with experience where there's some uncertainty uh, at this position. I think behind him is going to be just because we don't know about Carrick yet, Dane Davis. That is exactly what I've got. I've got the Miami transfer followed by Dane Davis. That I mean, that's that's how I see it playing out because of what we have done. So yeah. I don't think that's one where you'll see a lot of change up. I think they put a lot of value in that right tackle. And again, unless we've just had two guys perfect for the position, our best offensive lineman has played that position. So I'll be watching it. And that's for now, though, how I've got it playing out. Yeah. Anything else on the offense that we need to re- recap, talk about as we close here in the final two minutes? Man, not that I can think of. This was even more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah. 
I am so looking forward to getting more intel, more information as as time goes on and revisiting this and debating ourselves and what we what we think of mm-hmm. doing that game. Can't wait to do it again. Makes me excited and nervous all for the portal to open up again, you know, yeah. come, come spring. They've yeah. officially announced the spring game date, which is, do you remember? 4-15-23. I think I'll be there. I think you'll be there. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, this has been your Tennessee Vaults Orange, Ca- Orange Cast, provided to you by the boys of Pandemonium Reigns. Thank you so much for letting us tickle your ears. It's been a pleasure to be with you wherever you find yourself uh, as we tickle your ears. I do want to clarify, you said the word homosexual earlier, and I just want to say <laughs> that I am not that, nor am I making fun if you oh, are a God. listener or know oh, someone who is homosexual i just would like to clarify and say listen if you are if you know someone the lord loves you and he wants a relationship with you um my sins are no different so let me just apologize for using the word i reckon my bad good clarification good Good clarification clarification. lord loves you he wants a relationship with you thank you guys so much hit the like button hit the subscribe button um i'll make a deal if my nephew listens to this episode he's got to text me right now and we'll bring him on for when we do this depth chart again we'll bring him on but you gotta text me bro you gotta you gotta it. let us know you gotta let you gotta let us know we love you guys have a fantastic day wherever you are god bless go boss gbo